The Wrong End of a Gun, a noir mystery short, written by R. Barry Flowers, narrated by John Eastman. South Lake Union was the Seattle neighborhood I called home, located at the south tip of its namesake, Lake Union, bounded by Interstate 5 on the east and Aurora Avenue on the west. It was in the midst of an economic redevelopment. So what else was new? Fortunately, there were still places to escape the realities of life through booze and broads. I spent the last half hour at such a place on Aloha Street, called Rusty's Bar and Grill. Dark and dreary, it was one of those retro dive bars that refused to apologize for turning its back on the present, and it also offered cheap cocktails. The decor was fashionably outdated and underwhelming, with garage-sale variety stools and tables, and framed photographs of city landmarks. A jukebox in the corner was playing B.B. King's The Thrill Is Gone. There was a worn-out pool table nearby, with two men playing in hopes of impressing a dame who couldn't decide which one of them she wanted to take home. I sat by my lonesome, inhaling the stale odor of cigarette smoke that was ingrained in the walls. Fresh off a bitter divorce, and not looking for any company of the female persuasion, I was content to finish off my mug of beer and call it a night. That was before she walked in. A cross between Marilyn Monroe and Charlize Theron, her alabaster complexion lit up the place. Short, golden blonde hair framed a heart-shaped face that featured full, ruby lips. Tall, with plenty of curves, in a tight red dress and three-inch heels, she definitely caught my attention. She wore dark shades and seemed to be scanning the place as if searching for a reason to stay. When she sat down at the table next to mine, I wondered if this was my lucky day. I didn't wait to find out. "'Buy the lady a drink?' I asked. She shrugged. "'Sure. Why not?' I smiled and slid over to her table. "'What's your pleasure?' "'Gin and tonic.' I flagged down a barmaid and ordered two cocktails. "'You're new here,' I said to the gorgeous gal beside me. "'I've been around.' she said coyly. I think I'd remember if you had. That's sweet. I've never been known for my sweetness, but I wasn't going to complain. By the way, I'm James. Hi, James. She stuck out a small hand with long, polished nails. Gabriella. I shook her soft hand and didn't want to stop there. Anyone ever tell you that you look like... Hmm... What's that good-looking actor's name? As far as I was concerned, any tall, good-looking, dark-haired actor could fit the bill. Yeah, I get that all the time, I said. Gabriella smiled and left it at that. The drinks came and I stayed focused on the object of my interest. Why don't you tell me something about yourself, I suggested. She removed her glasses, revealing eyes that were sexy pools of ocean blue. What do you want to know? Everything came to mind, but something told me that might take more time than she had. So I cut to the chase. How about how you ended up here with me? She laughed. Don't sell yourself short. I never do. Good.
She sipped her drink, her lips lingering on the rim of the glass for a moment. I'm married. Where's your husband? Does it matter? I wasn't necessarily looking to step into another man's shoes, but wasn't against it either. No, not in my book. She looked relieved or maybe a bit nervous. I couldn't be sure. He's home right now, probably wondering where I am, she said. Too bad for him. He's not very nice when he's angry. So why make him angry?